Hello, happy people, and welcome back to the Get Your Happy podcast. I am your host, Tanya B. Drake, life coach and blogger. I am making sure that we have organic happiness after trauma and abuse. I want to make sure we are still on the road uh, with that on our happy journey. And so in this podcast, we are going to talk about money, how to gain a healthy relationship with money. Um, So I hope you have your notes, something to write with, and let's get started. So how to gain a healthy relationship with money, kicking out stress and negative conversations with your finances. So as most people like to avoid the topic of money, I decided to lay it out on the table of my current relationship, um, where I am with um, finances or money, and how to create a healthy relationship with it. So my listeners out there, my happy listeners out there, if you've recently gone through a divorce, maybe you're a single parent, you're in college, or maybe we recently moved and we're just trying to figure out how to start over and how to gain a better relationship with money. We're going to talk about that in this podcast. And so what I'd like to do is start it out with a quote by Abraham Hicks. And I had recently, um, well, not too recently, a couple months back, I picked up one of the books by Abraham Hicks, and it is one of the law of attraction books in regards to money. We want to attract that. We want to attract abundance and finances, but how do we do that? Um, The first initial step is, you know, just realizing the relationship you have and just, you know, you know, figuring out how you can start over with gaining a healthy, happy relationship with money. So Abraham Hicks has a quote and it says, I can create both the money and the time to enjoy it. I figured this would be a great way to open up this podcast. I can create both money and the time to enjoy it. That says a lot. Uh, And, you know, we always feel like we have to extremely work hard for it, but, you know, we can create it. You know, we can create both money and the time to enjoy it. We feel as if it's one or the other. We have to give up one or the other. If I have to, if I enjoy myself, then I don't have much money or maybe I have a lot of money, but I can't really enjoy it. I got to save, 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 save um, or put it away for a rainy day. So um, it's about balance. Uh, when it comes to money, there is a lot of balance that's needed um, in order to have a healthy relationship. So the first thing you want to do is you want to acknowledge and identify the relationship you have with money, right? So here are a couple quotes and they may sound like this, and I'm sure you probably said it. I said them myself. And some things I may have said is, um, you know, I rather not check my account. I rather not discuss it in public. My credit is already poor. I am poor and I don't get paid enough for that lifestyle. I don't like bank accounts. I can always save later. One day I'll win the lotto. (laughs) My parents were horrible with money. I'm not going to retire anytime soon. I hate that I have so many student loans. I can always save later. (laughs) So, you know, these are the type of things that we may have said. We may have been guilty of saying those. I know that I'm guilty for a few of those. Uh, And so 
When we say things like this, it usually carries an underlying message. The message translates how we truly feel about our finances and why we're disconnected from our overall relationship. So once we connect with these feelings, we can then move forward and gain a healthier relationship with our prosperity. And so, you know, one of these that's really close to me, um, student loans, I've, you know, you kind of feel like, oh my goodness, when am I ever going to be done with them? Um, and it's about, you know, having that communication, um, you know, with, uh, the financial advisor and, you know, the representative, whoever it is, and, you know, having that communication with them and see, figuring out the action plan to tackle that, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, I'm never going to retire anytime soon. Think about your relationship when it comes to work, um, the type of work that you're doing and why you feel like, you know, you have to constantly work, you know, what are those hours going towards? What are your goals with your, you know, your working environment? Right. Uh, and so I can always save later. You know, what is the need? Um, what is the reason why we feel the need to spend of our spend all of our money right now? Why are we not committed to saving those um, saving that money in this present time? What are your goals right now? And what are your goals later? Okay, what is your fear um, of what's going to happen if you deplete that money? Okay, so acknowledging your relationship with money. Uh, and so once we figure that out, we then release all negative thoughts and habits. So once you identified your thoughts about money, you can then release all these bad habits, negative feelings around it. Okay, so my negative thoughts uh, were kind of based on so if I was to give my previous, you know, my experience, you know, as I've gotten, you know, before I've come to this stage, um, is I, I had both sides. So, um, it was my mother and my grandmother. So my mother, she kind of had that keeping up with the Joneses attitude, um, and you know, with money. And so, um, what happened is she would kind of, you know, bite more than she could chew. So it was one of those things where, you know, I can buy this something extravagant now, but you know, what is it ultimately bringing for me? You know, who am I trying to impress, impress with having these things? And so what happened is, you know, it was kind of that, um, necessity versus desire and that desire outweighed her necessity. And what happened is because, um, you know, those necessities, those things weren't getting, accomplished and they weren't being paid for. And so it resulted in traumatic experiences, watching those things be taken away. And these are necessities. Um, so that was really hard and traumatizing in itself. And then here is my grandmother who is very, very good, um, when it comes to finances and savings. And, um, it was, she had more of the relationship is, you know, we, we won't talk about it, but I have more than enough of it. And, you know, I treat myself kind of thing. Um, so hers was the opposite necessity versus desire. But uh, it's kind of like for me, I think of it as when you're on a, you know, a proper diet and you go through, you know, your meal prepping throughout the week. And then on the weekend you have your cheat day, but back to grind, um, Monday through, uh, Friday. So that was kind of the relationship. So I had a little bit of both. Uh, and so 
I think for me, it was not a lot of education around it. So it wasn't a lot of education around it as far as I, I, I started to get my mother's um, attitude and then there was some, it was a mix. So, um, and so now I, you know, I had to figure out my goals of where I wanted to be in the relationship I had to have with money. So an exercise opportunity here is to really just write down what you think of money and identify the feelings you have when you think of it. And so that's what I did is I remember, um, I would say back in 2007, you know, it kind of hit me after having gotten out of the abusive relationship is I had to kind of start over and then I had to figure out my priorities Um, and so really just educating myself. So I did a lot of diving into different articles, financial articles, financial planning, reading, you know, rich dad, poor dad. That was my very first experience. Uh, it was kind of my aha moment when it came to, when it came to finances. Um, so that's what I would do is really just write down the feelings that you have around money. Is it anxiety? Is it stress? Is it, you know, is it overwhelming? Um, and then once you figure out those feelings that you have, then you need to go in and dive a little bit deeper and figure out the reason why, you know, why are you anxious? What are, you know, what do you think may happen if you don't have enough or if you have too much? Uh, so, um, really connecting with that feeling, And, you know, then, you know, going in just a little bit deeper just to see what those feelings are and how you can adapt to, um, you know, into building a, you know, a better relationship. Okay. So after we've identified it, we released our negative, you know, thoughts and our habits. We, you know, did the exercise and figured out, you know, what are our feelings? Then this gave us the opportunity to start with a clean slate, right? Um, This gives us um, a healthy mantra opportunity. Okay, so I have some here and it's my income status don't define who I am as a person. Okay, so I think this was a really good one for my mom to use is, um, you know, she she it was, you know, she didn't want to talk about it in public. And, you know, when she would go somewhere, it was, you know, I have way more than enough, Um you know, so don't judge me. And it was kind of a judgment thing, um, that I noticed she felt when it came to money. Uh, so, so yeah, so my income status don't define who I am as a person. Okay. Another one is I am abundant and prosperous all the time. I am prosperous all the time, abundant all the time. Okay. Um, I attract prosperity in my heart and in my home. I attract prosperity in my heart and in my home. The next one is I am overflowing with abundance. I am overflowing with abundance. I love that one. That one feels so good. If you haven't said any of these out loud, I dare you to pause this and really just say it out loud. It feels amazing. So liberating. I am overflowing with abundance. And remember that prosperity doesn't always have to be, um, tangible, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, money itself. It can be, you know, shelter. It can be, you know, books. It can be, you know, love. 
So, you know, really just hone into those healthy mantras that, you know, really makes you feel all warm inside. So it's never too late to start over. Okay. That's the main thing. The main takeaway here is, you know, it's never too late to slow, uh, to start over, especially when you have released all of the negative hangups of what no longer um, is serving your energy and your wallet right? So if it's not serving your wallet or your energy, then come back to those healthy mantras, okay? Starting with the healthy mantra will bring in thoughts of optimism, gratitude, and just give you something positive to discuss with your friends. So share those experiences, you know, talk about it with your friends. Um, A good uh, example here is I was in the grocery store. (laughs) I love this story. So I'm in this grocery store, you know, I had really sat down with my partner and um, we were discussing um, our finances and we said, you know what, hey, let's, you know, let's talk about it in a positive way and let's start sharing it, you know, because it feels good. So I'm in the grocery store, you know, I wrote my list, I'm scratching it out and making sure I'm staying close to budget and I'm doing really good. And I, you know, I was shocked at all the things that I got, you know, by staying on budget. Um, and so I get to the register and, you know, it was quiet. Sometimes it can be quiet at the the register and, you know, I'm swiping my card and, you know, and I decided to share my experience. I said, Oh man, you know, I'm right on budget. I'm so excited because in the next five years, I'm looking to plan a trip across the country. I'm looking to plan plan a trip to Bali or, you know, an exotic vacation. And it created a, a very good experience and conversation for myself, for the next person that was in line and, um, you know, the cashier. It was such a, a great experience. I felt good swiping my card. I'm in, you know, I'm in budget. I'm feeling great. So just making sure that you're sharing those experiences, you know, saying your mantras um, and just sharing it with the people around you. And it creates a really good conversation. We don't always have to get caught up in feeling as if it always have to be negative. Um, you know, it, it really just it dwindles down from there. <laughs> and so again, you start over. <laughs> uh, so in after we, you know, decided to, you know, go with our healthy mantra and, you know, speaking of the exotic vacation that I'm looking to uh, save for, then this is where we come into the next step, which is figuring out your goals. So whereas my goal is, like I said, to take that vacation, then figure out yours. You know, is it retirement? Are you looking to pay for tuition? Are you getting married? You know, um, you know, are you purchasing your first car? You know, is, um, you know, a big purchase, you know, like I mentioned, uh, maybe, maybe we have, you know, we're thinking about adoption. Maybe we're thinking about getting a new pet, you know, our first home in the mountains or a condo on the beach. So really think about what your goals are. Okay. So all of our priorities are not the same and we must figure that out and what is important to us and to really save for it. Okay. So now that we have a healthy mantra in place, we become more excited and propelled to put ourselves in our priorities first. Okay. So making sure that you put it first. Uh, and then after this, once you have your goal in place, you have your mantra, you have your goal, you figured it out. Then you want to create a money action plan. 
right? So utilizing apps, Excel, you know, a financial consultant and on uh, online or face to face and, you know, with someone who can assist you with your financial goals. Okay, so being able to stick to your goals and maintaining a healthy relationship with money. So without all the stress, all the anxiety, grab your essential oils. (laughs) We talked about that in the last podcast. Um, And just, you know, it can all really be done and, you know, it can all be done on, you know, on our own. Okay, so utilizing these resources can always keep us on track. You know, we can't always do it on our own, but, you know, using those resources, can be, you know, empowering and you're networking and, you know, you're getting insight on someone else um, and their experiences. Okay. And, you know, they can give you some more tips. So I currently use um, some of these resources myself. Um, Lately, I've been utilizing Ments, which sends me alerts through my um, email. Um, I make sure I'm looking at that prior to making any sort of purchase. And, you know, I found it, you know, because I'm utilizing these um, different resources, it's not hard for me to discuss money. So that's it. You know, now we've actually came to an end. That's it. You know, utilizing your resources, creating a healthy healthy mantra, you know, figuring out your goal. And um, you are well on your way to having a healthy, happy relationship with money. Okay, so if you like this podcast, I suggest that you comment below and share your current relationship with money and what you plan to do to have a better relationship in the future. Okay, so I can't wait to hear from you and look forward to the next Get Your Happy episode and give your give you all the tools to love your authenticity, live abundantly and just radiate your organic happiness. So I can't wait to see um, what you guys comment below. I'm very excited to see all of that. And just to make sure you like, share, and subscribe. If you know someone who is struggling in their finances, or not even struggling, but just um, want to start with a new clean slate, then share uh, this episode. I would love to see what they think. And um, I'll see you back on the next Get Your Happy podcast. Thanks for tuning in.